This is Romancing the Zone, a podcast about a podcast about boys playing tabletop games. I'm Nell Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And Anne Kern is playing her own tabletop games over at Gen Con. So, Jealous. let's roll. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 19. Hey. That's a win. You know, and we really need it as we gear up for what's about to happen. Oh my gosh. This was was a lot to take in, I think. It really does feel like, I don't know when the penultimate episode is going to be, but God, we're getting there. Yeah. You can feel it. Every time I think it might be the one too. So I'm like always like... Gearing up, girding my loins, just like, what's going to (laughs) happen? Right. How many are we going to lose? How long do we have left? Oh, you guys, this one. And even the way it starts, Griffin talking about the sun setting so poetically, beautifully on Kepler as everybody Mm -hmm. gears up for what's about to happen. Uh, Can we talk about the ride or die forestry service brethren? Hell yeah, we can. How fantastic. Like, I know stuff happens before that, but that was a part that really just, like, just kicked it for me that this is so Lord of the Rings now. Yeah. Although, because they are forestry, I highly doubt they are, like, setting up the fire beacons. Mm. So I do, but I want it to be still some kind of, like, I will, like, flip this light switch on. Like, not her really calling out and being like... Hey, you know, not like, will you guys come over and help? She, like, she sent out a um a big text. There just you go. Put it out a tweet. The text chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I love this idea way more that there is something like the beacons. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe it's not fire, but there are plenty of other options. Or maybe it is. They probably know how to do it very safely and conscientiously. So that's true. I don't know. Juno, tell us more. Juno has a bit a nice rainy season so we don't have to worry about any dry dry brush she checks very diligently that this fire warning is low that's in the montage 100 percent. (laughs) yes then she's like she checks the wind is it blowing which way is it blowing okay good every time it's her nodding slowly with a look on her face that goes yeah yeah this is about to go down and then the lights start going and the other forest rangers look up and see it they they also are checking their charts. They're exactly. like, she did her work. She knew. And yes. then they light their lights. And that was the very so cool. on and so forth. Yes. To get and then all, they all, up. all of them. What you a guys, team. This is what it's all about. Parties coming together to fight the big fight. So, and also besides the forest rangers, I just, that part is my favorite. Let's face some facts here. Which really is surprising cool. because we also have the hornets getting together. Ooh, yes. And Hollis, you know, rallying the troops and mm-hmm. getting you them all horned here. up for this. <laughs> That's right. We've got the shadow brethren gathering, doing probably, I imagine them like ink cloaks first. Like They definitely creepy, show up like, with their death eater masks on. Yes. Yeah. And then they all like pull out their best guns and get ready. And they're shining them up. Yes. Love Just it. Just jewels and guns glinting in the sun. Oh my sun. gosh. Beautiful. And then we've got Kirby getting that last blog post out. Gotta send him out. <laughs> Everybody's rallying. <laughs> oh, Kirby. I feel like, I will say this about Kirby. Mm-hmm. You know, as we realize we are drawing closer to the end, I wish we had gotten a little bit more of him. I agree. Where's he blogging? Yeah. More of Ned and Kirby. Yes. I think if we had really had time to really play in the world of Amnesty for, say, as long as balance went on, I feel like we could have gotten some really good stories. And the good news, as we all know, those stories exist. Fan fiction writers. 
God bless. That's that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Those are the stories that they get to tell. That is for sure the bread and butter of bread and butter of the fan <laughs> fiction world is giving you just enough of a character that you like them, mm-hmm. you're interested, but they but haven't been fleshed more. out yet. Yes, give yeah. me that meat, and you're like, yes, I will. Yes, we can. And after this beautiful, just really empowering opening, uh, we, we, we're going to decide what everybody does. And Doug, thank God, is going to go check on Billy. Oh, I know. I I, and initially, I was still like, yes, bring Billy in here. Let's, let's check up on him. Our, mm. our little favorite goat boy. Yeah. And it quickly turns. It's, yeah. It's a real roller coaster of emotions here when we mention, yeah, let's go see Billy. And then we actually get to Billy and immediately something's up. Even mm-hmm. in his beautiful Ryan Gosling form. He's and just... even, even Kirby knows. It's like Kirby something's knows. not quite right. Has Kirby seen him in goat form? Do we know? I don't know. Hmm. I'm wondering if he hasn't. Because even Billy is aware that like, this is wrong. Yes. So I'm wondering if Kirby hasn't, if it's because Billy wouldn't want him to. Yeah. I, this is where I need, again, fan fiction here as well. I want fanfics <laughs> of just the shenanigans that Kirby and Ned got up to. And I defo want fanfics of the bond that you cannot convince me otherwise Billy and Kirby were able to forge together. I'm saying they must have. Right? With everything that's happened to them, with how they were connected to each other and losing that connection, and now... 100%. Uh, and I now this. I do like we yeah. were validated. Billy does live in the Cryptonomica. He does. He lives in the loft above. Who knew there was a second floor? Uh, everyone lives where they work. Everybody does. He's got... It's and he, it sounds like he's got a pretty good setup. He's got his snacks everywhere. He's playing Final <laughs> Fantasy Seven. He Which, is living that frat boy dream. Let's he face really some facts is. here. <laughs> and again, the roller coaster then dips, and Ugh. Duck can't. How do I? Um, the roller coaster dips, and when we do get the Billy reveal, when he he sheds the the outside exterior of Ryan Gosling, and I feel like there's something I can visualize, but now, right? Is it like Pirates of the Caribbean four? We're five. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's totally it. It's just, it's I not gross. I only saw it at the pizza place. I mean, place, it kind so. of is. Yeah. I'm not no, I think that that's it. Here. Yeah. But yeah, it's not grotesque at all. Right. It's not a horror movie style. Mm-hmm. It's just, this is clearly somebody who is falling away, who by some power shouldn't be here anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's really sad. This whole scene is, uh, you know, even as they're trying to communicate with each other, uh, which <laughs> I love the scene setting of the TV being so dusty, and we all know those old TVs. Yes, but also clean your shit. I mean, that's really on Ned. <laughs> Come on, and nobody's surprised. We can't be. I enjoyed Billy's just exasperation with Duck, which right. is like, oh my god, like listen to what I'm saying, Duck Pizza. Come on, <laughs> right? This poor frustrated boy, as he's trying to convey, he's stuck. He doesn't belong to Sylvain and he doesn't belong to Earth and he can't really exist on either one. He belongs somewhere in between. Right. And then that's when Duck is realizing like, oh fuck, like he's clearly in misery. I can't send him back to get better. Yeah. He doesn't want to go back. Yeah. Like he likes being on Earth, but also can't can't for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well and then the interesting thing that we don't touch on quite yet is the fact that he drew so many circles. Right. I feel like there's more there, but I 
it's just right. I feel like especially because he drew so many, then it's like right. Oh, right, this right, is right. a much bigger scale. Which you know what? Maybe we'll see that come up in a different arc or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some things I just kind of have to pin as like this is probably going to be a callback. Right. I don't know what it means now, but hold on to it. Yeah, but like keep it in the back of your mind. Just, yeah, cover that pot, set it on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And so now poor Duck, uh-huh. having the weight of this knowledge and being the one to see Billy like this, you know, he has to decide if he's going to end it for him <sighs> as he's playing Final Fantasy VII, no less. I did out loud scream, how fucking dare you? Mm. <laughs> because how dare you make these parallels? I am crying. This is so rude. It is quite mean. And I'm going to make it worse by suggesting that if you haven't already, everyone... Uh, try playing Eris' theme as an accompaniment to this scene. Oh. Just really get those emotions going. Mm-hmm. And Duck takes him out. And he does do the bowing thing. Like, he turns into his four... He's the... Four-armed yes. light creature. Bows again. So, in my mind, I like to think that, like, this might just be a release. Right. Like, like the it really is like was what you... couldn't exist. It's, it's like... In Sonic the Hedgehog, where of you course. jump and hit those bad guys, and, and then the little bird, bird comes out. flops out. Yeah. He's that And bird. it's more like, oh, thank you. You have gotten me out of that hole that I didn't want to be in anyway. I made the best of it for sure, duck pizza. And now I get to go home and rejoin my family of 12 brothers, and we all fight over the last piece of pizza, which is why it's so at the forefront of his brain. And there you go. We'll A healing bomb. There we go. Don't know where. Don't know where. I don't know where. I think they're going to meet again some sunny day. Some sunny day. Um, (laughs) And the other thing, not to just jump into the hee-haws of it. Oh, it's what we do. I also kind of think, like, this is like Schrodinger's Billy. If Duck hadn't gone to visit him, (laughs) would he have just been fine? Would he have just been there? It's like that one, okay, when you play Harvest Moon 64 and you see Ellie's grandma nodding off as she's, like, sitting out in the sunlight. You're like, do not talk to her on those (laughs) days. She will die. If you never talk to her on the days where she's falling asleep in the sun, she won't ever die. (laughs) Let this be a warning unto you. Don't talk to grandmas. Schrodinger's grandma. Don't visit Goatman in attics. Schrodinger's Billy. Just let them be. You'll see him later. It's fine. Some Sunday. Uh, but that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Regardless, he has returned to his true form. Yes. Card capture Sakura style. He's released. And we move on to Aubrey, who is going to go check in with Janelle. Danny. She's going to go check in with Danny. Via Janelle. We're all right. Everybody's correct here. Oh, oh what? Kirby's here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, Aubrey's going to go talk to Danny. And I loved the little moment of, uh, yeah, Aubrey being like, oh, formalities are weird. And then mm-hmm. Janelle bowing to Aubrey. And Janelle's like, such a dick. LOL, love laughing it. about it. <laughs> I also love the idea of Aubrey entering a room and everyone's like, well, I got to go. Like, even Danny was like, eep. I feel like, did she ask them to leave? I didn't, not initially. Oh, okay. I think how I read it was, or Aubrey came in and everyone like, was like, oh, like, I think they all thought she wanted to talk to Janelle. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. Okay. So to me, it didn't seem weird that everybody was like, okay, clearly she's running this show. Uh Uh-huh. We're going to let her She is our queen. Let us be. Yeah. But Danny also was like in the train to leave. Yeah, yeah. And then she, she heard go. like, oh, I, she wants to talk to me. I yes. should say. I just was giggling that like 
nobody wants to hang out with Aubrey or everyone's so she's... in awe of her and just like, she's the cool girl, so we'll leave. Uh, yeah, maybe that was it. It's lonely at the top. It for sure is. But in this moment, she at least has Danny to talk to. And how sweet and sad. Aubrey is essentially being like, will you please continue to take care of my rabbit mm-hmm. once I go die in Sylvain? Right. So ready to fall on that sword. She's ready. I think there's almost something uh, very refreshing about it that all of these characters are like, this is it. Let me go put my affairs in order. Mm-hmm. You got to do what you got to do. Right. And Danny, of course, is like, well, I don't think you're going to die, I think. Like, cause <laughs> right. she's got to have that belief. Like, no, everyone's going right. to come back and it's going to be fine. And then I'll have choices. Because apparently, once Sylvain gets all fixed up and saved from the quell, they'll be welcomed back with open arms. I mean, you would think... If they can, yeah, I, I, and that was the thing I hadn't really thought about until she mentioned it, but it really is, you would think that if they can solve this, if they can revitalize Sylvain, that then there won't be this need for this animosity and this mm-hmm. fear between these two worlds, at Which least for the me people who know. I still uh-huh. want to know what caused them to get kicked out in the first place. Traffic violation. The banishment. And also, I have to say... While I was listening to this and taking notes, I mm-hmm. was trying to think of the word that means kicked out, but all I could think of was execute, which is way more extreme. Exiled. <laughs> Exiled. Thank you. Because also exonerate. And I was like, that's the opposite of what happened. I was that's like, what? <laughs> so I was like, this word is like in my brain, just hopping around. Like, what about this one? What it's about that? I was so like, close. no, I know. I know I was so close. I knew I had the first two letters. I was, could not. Not until this very second when you brought up that word could I <laughs> fall on it. Like, I couldn't even... I thought of it as we started uh, talking. And I was like, what is the fucking word? Yep. Gah, exiled. I, we all know exactly how that goes. And you're like, it's right there. It's mm-hmm. the worst when you're trying to write it or respond to somebody uh-huh. quickly. And you're uh-huh. like, it's not there. Yep. But don't worry. I got you. Exiled. <laughs> they were all execute. exiled. Some <laughs> of them were probably also exiled. executed. Oh, God. And now they'll all be exonerated. <laughs> Hopefully. That's what we'll believe anyway. Hmm. And so, and and even in that case, then it's like, oh, is she going to go back? Right. Or is she going to stay here and uh, live with uh, Aubrey? Get that relationship talking real quick, real quick. It's What's very be our cute. Situation? And this is another one of those examples where it's like fanfics. Let's see the in-between where these, of course, these two are much closer than we got to see in mm-hmm. actual play. Because, you know, Aubrey's lived at the Lodge for however long, and that's where Danny lives. And obviously, they're both interested in each other, and Mm -hmm. they have cute chemistry. Right. So it's one of those things where simultaneously it feels like, oh, this kind of came out of nowhere. But then it's totally believable that they would be this close. And it's like, I like being around you, and I want to always be around you. Mm -hmm. And your rabbit. And your sweet rabbit. I think they have co-ownership over the rabbit at this point now. Aubrey didn't need to ask Danny to take care of Dr. Harris Bonkers, but she, just for her own peace of mind, she went ahead and did it anyway. Mm -hmm. Which is good. And what a great idea. Now we had this cute scene. And you know, sometimes brothers pretend to kiss and that's gaming, (laughs) baby. (laughs) I do love that they took a quick sidebar to discuss it. Once again. Address it. (laughs) Just a quick make-out sesh between brothers. Just, it's fine. you know, that's gaming. That's gaming. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Let us not gloss over mm? them talking about Ned. Yes. It very was very important. So 
I love that they will continue because he was such a huge part of everyone's journey mm-hmm. and all the progress and processes and whatnot. And like they're in the Cryptonomica. Right. Like this is his space. Mm-hmm. And so I like that also like initially they don't really bring up his name. And I think yeah. that's still the grief in the morning. But we know right. it's him. And they call him, like, and so I imagine Danny has that little plaque up that, don't forget, you're here forever. And so how <laughs> she's managed, like, puts all these pictures of Ned up that do it for him. Do it for him. So. I love it. That's 100% hanging up in the cryptonomica. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that's hanging by the door, and everybody does that thing, like, when you see sports teams, like, hit something, like, they'll hit their banner oh, yeah. or whatever. Everybody hits somewhere yeah. on the, on the Ooh, picture good. as they go. That's very good. Either Danny had it made or Kirby had it made, or maybe it was a collab. I think it was a collab. Also, there's definitely a picture on there of him, like, in the bathroom. 100%. Like, there's always a hand picture out, of don't come getting in. caught on the toilet. Must be. <laughs> definitely, that was a Kirby edition. Uh-huh. He's like, you love this photo? And puts it up there. It's like, no, he didn't. You just hear a voice. I just said body It's him haunting there. again. No, he didn't. <laughs> 100%. This is, this is all canon. Yes. This all happened. This all happened. And don't be surprised if we reference it again. Like, remember that thing that totally happened? No. <laughs> Wasn't there a plaque everybody hit before they went out the door? I swear this. that happened. This is true. And I really like that Ned's legacy will live on in that Aubrey was saying, you know, yeah, you know, do your best to take care of the place. But if you got to go, like, if it's you or the Cryptonomica, you. Like, yeah. you run. Like, take a, a page from Ned's book, the biggest uh-huh. page, <laughs> the heavy print, like, 64 <laughs> font. Like, and like I've been saying for, like, three months now, put your face masks on before you uh-huh. help others. you got to look out for you. She does keep saying it. Otherwise, you're not giving them your best. Mm-hmm. Come on. You know, it could be seen as, he could be seen as a selfish man, but it's sound advice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta run. Agreed. Well, and speaking of Clint and how perfect a character Ned was, um, <laughs> I love this approach that he now brings to Thacker in this moment that um, Thacker feels residual guilt seeing slash experiencing what the Quell did. Mm-hmm. That like, even though it wasn't him... You know, Clint is making that choice that, like, it's still in his head. So part of him, he remembers it. And so he feels somewhat guilty, even though he knows he didn't do it. I thought that was a really interesting choice. Yes, agreed. I got very, um, this whole scene gave me a lot of Stranger Things vibes. Yeah. Because of, yeah, the Mind Flayer going into Will. Yeah. And just. Having that mental connection now. Yes. And, and playing the spy versus spy. Yeah. When he feels the quell reaching into him and, like, trying to figure out, ooh, what are they doing? Right. What's what's the plan, Stan? And he yeah. goes, now. Push and back. then pushes it away. And he goes, eh, okay. And then he dives mm-hmm. over and we got, again, another really beautifully done visual that takes me to, um, this one made me think of Lord of the Rings, where we are falling into Saruman's kind of the pit where he's making all the... Uh, Ooh, yeah, the Urukai. Yeah. Yeah. And just like that fall down and like, whoo, and you just kind of, ooh. Yeah. If you're you're a thacker, your stomach just dropped. Yeah. It's the scene is very visual. You can certainly, it does feel um, very cinematic as it's following the tendril and then 
through past the crystal and then into the castle and down through that chamber that we've already seen and then to where the rest of the crystal is but then down even deeper than that and that's where the heart of the quell seems to be Mm -hmm. which i don't know if this is anything but it's interesting to me that like obviously that's also where the the crystal for sylvain is Mm -hmm. but then part of me was like what if that's why alexandra was hanging out in there Ooh, she's aligned with the quell maybe i still like the idea that the quell is in love with the crystal with for sure and just like tries to give it hugs (laughs) but now i like this because as we all know I hate teenagers named Alexandra. Just kidding. I just (laughs) don't like this one particular one. (laughs) Because I do have to remind myself she is 13. You say that every time. She was still... (laughs) Listen, I'm just saying there's something up with this girl. No, you're not wrong. I don't trust her. Nor should you. Here's my my, uh, advice to everybody. Trust no one. Fair enough. (laughs) Write that on your murder board, top and center. Write it graffiti it under your beautiful plaque of all those pictures of ned (laughs) just really quick scribble it out trust no one smack your favorite convenience store with it (laughs) but so now at least we have we have a pinpoint we have a target what would they have done if he hadn't done that that's the thing with these games like they make these decisions you're like whoa like Good, good decision yeah. making. What would have happened had he been like, mm, I'm going to take a nap. I wonder I'm going to go shopping have... for snacks, he's which is probably what new... this girl would do. <laughs> he's got to get some new mutters before he goes. Just, mm-hmm. you know, oh, just got to be prepared. For sure. Um, I think, though, if he hadn't done it now, that maybe if they were all going to talk or be like, how do we find this thing? You know, maybe Griffin could have gently pushed them in a direction that would eventually lead to him tapping in and trying to see mm-hmm. if he could find it. That's always my thought. If they didn't yeah. do it, Griffin would have find a, a, a found a clever way to lightly suggest and lead them in the direction. There you go. Applause for good gameplay, good DMing, GMing, mm-hmm. master of ceremonying scenes. 100%. He's the MC. So now it's 8.30 p.m. We're getting close. Our five satellite teams are all getting ready to roll. That's Which right. Which I love. I love that visual. We've got Thacker telling his story, like, this is what's going to happen, or this uh-huh. is what I know, this is what I had gotten from my psychic connection. Which yes. I hope everyone kind of gave him a side eye, but then remembered, like, we're living right. in a bonkers yeah. world where Bigfoot is right there. So That's right. Mm, probably. <laughs> We've got the away team, which I love that name because they are the ones leaving. Like, everyone else's home team advantage. Yes. We're in our court, and they're like, we got to get to Sylvain. Uh-huh. Good luck, good bless. And they need to breach topside. We've got our right. main three, Team Chosen, Janelle, mm-hmm. and Barclay, which... Love it. Very This happy. is a dream team. Yes. It really is. Like, mm-hmm. I would... Oh, bless. The only you one are... I would want to add is Hollis, but he's got to control their troops, so... That is exactly right. Their power is required elsewhere. Yes. As the Hornets are going to wait for Aubrey's signal, mm-hmm. while the away team chooses to go to topside via the woods instead of having to mess with a funicular, mm-hmm. which I think was a good idea. <laughs> I also think it was a good idea. I do think it's funny that they're like, funicular could equal ultimate disaster very quickly versus the woods, which might be tiny disasters as we go along. Like someone (laughs) stumbled and fell into a gopher hole. Someone got chased by a bear. 
Sure. I mean, you really just got to weigh your options when it comes to something like that. Well, but, and then we have to remember, good choice, because they've got Thacker and Duck, who are masters of their domain in the woods. They are so at home here in the woods. Plus, we have Barclay, and I don't know, he's great to have around. He's great to have around all the time. All the time, and I think, especially if you're putting Bigfoot in the woods, Mm -hmm. it seems like a very good idea. Bigfoot on a funicular. Does Bigfoot shit in the woods? Yeah, probably. Probably he does. When he's got nowhere else to go, he knows (laughs) the best place to go. Meanwhile, Bigfoot on a funicular... Might <laughs> he be doesn't know what he's doing? Very uncomfortable for him. <laughs> Banging on windows. Get me out of here. I don't like it. It's high. <laughs> so that's what we're doing, and we got to get by the FBI barricade. Yes, they've got an eight-foot fence with barbed right. wire on the top that they brought, and I was like, "How quickly?" Well, I guess it's been two months, but yeah, it is my thought of like, you know, I want to be on the FBI ground maintenance team. Like, like why do you need all of this? Just like they're not given any information. <laughs> no. They're just very good at putting up shit very quickly. Yeah. They're like, what? A- There's nothing here. Who knows? They asked us, this is what the sheet says. Put it up. Mm-hmm. They see a rabbit and they're like, is he allowed in? Now, how do we can make sure go? these bunnies can get to and from? I don't want to trap right. them somewhere where exactly. they should be. Very environmentally eco-sensitive, conscientious Mm-hmm. Ground team. Love them. But yeah, so now there's fencing and they can't get there. They can't continue their ascent to topside without causing a little rough and tumble. Mm-hmm. They find a camera on the perimeter. This right. is when everything just kind of <laughs> falls apart because Justin, not Justin, because Travis cannot roll Oh, for shits. We're so bad. Also, so bad. Just let's take a moment to appreciate the soundbite of Travis saying, I'm going to use magic. Whoops. Which is always <laughs> indicative that no, no, no good magic is about to happen here, dear listeners. Oh. <laughs> it's just, and them trying to figure out how to help with Doug being like, don't forget your trusty wand. And Pat and like, no, nope, that's not going to work. But. Janelle can help. Yeah, they found a way to make it work. Janelle being like, all right, let's let's figure this out. Doesn't matter. Still whips it. Dot of a roll. Two in a row. Two fours in a row. Ugh. That's gotta be something (laughs) special. And so just then you get the visual of like both Aubrey and Janelle powerhouse magic users. What happened? Right. You would hope between I them. I think the intention was to magic it into kind of a blankness. That was what I thought, too, was like, oh, if you can just fry it. Or even just, like, using magic. It's magic. Let's let's use it to kind of like, oh, like, you're just seeing the same scene over and over oh. and over again. Yeah. Because I was that was like it. a short out. But that. I think, yeah. Because I think a short out would have, and this is probably not what they intended, but I was like, that would have been what I would do if I understood mm-hmm. magic well enough to be like, hey, let's let's speed this thing and put mm-hmm. the same tape loop yeah, over. Right, just do a loop, put yeah. a, a bunny hopping by. Yeah. Yes. No, that's how they know. The bunny's hopping by, though they see the same rabbit hopping by, and by the fourth time, they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Something's wrong. Is that bunny wrong. looking for something? <laughs> Is that four different rabbits? The same rabbit? What's going on? Are they all on? going to a party? <laughs> Let's What's check happening out this rabbit out there? party. <laughs> and then one shows up and then the, they all come in with like cakes and carrots tiny and whatnot. Though. Yeah, tiny, tiny and like cake. tiny little hats ready to party <laughs> with rabbits. And instead they find the shit show of a, t- of a crew. This total shit show. Well, and 
Travis did learn his lesson from trying to roll the magic to to short out the camera and go and opts for the fact that Aubrey apparently just has a flare gun with her to um, alert the hornets <laughs> because now we got to start rolling. Right. So, yeah, once it's it's clear that there's no way of sneaking in. Right. Like that that ship has gone and sailed and burned to the ground, essentially, uh-huh. which probably would have happened if he had used magic or she had used magic to try to <laughs> send up a flare. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Like, the whole just, oh, golly. I mean, it's been quite a plan. This is the part where you wish that Indrid had been with you instead of maybe washing oh the truck. Oh, my gosh. Where? He's still <laughs> washing that truck. Or he's washing somebody else's truck. He really got into a rhythm, and he's just kind of like, you know, this is where I'm most helpful. People just started lining up for it. Oh, people are paying him so much. And they're like, you know, if we're leaving Kepler, we want to leave it with a shiny car, and he's the best in town. And all the creeps are enjoying watching him work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But going back to uh, the missed rolls, Mm -hmm. I do, I appreciate the way Griffin did the hard move. Like, you whiffed your magic rolls. Congratulations. Oh, whiffed it twice. So hard, Travis. So hard. What's happening? Even Janelle couldn't help. (laughs) Oh. Uh, But so then the hard move being, well, now they're completely aware of your position everybody knows there's no sneaking in anymore now yeah you set off the alarm what are you gonna do now almost god bless because it brings us to my favorite part hell yeah wait a minute i thought you said that your favorite part i have many favorite parts okay fair enough let's face some facts here i get it i have favorites all over the place but this is just this is the part where in the movie in my mind Mm -hmm. i just hard eyes so happy because let's face some facts here my boy Barclay has been kind of a background player for a very long time he's usually support role exactly and like support in the kitchen yes not even like busting some chops when needed yes so now it's his time to shine he takes off his bracelet he hooks out and he runs through the chain link fence as though it's tissue paper Tears that shit up. How? Barclay, you gorgeous beast. I will follow you anywhere. I'm suddenly on the team and just like running through following him. (laughs) Well, all right. Let's keep going. No time for questions. (laughs) Barclay totally appears as our team tank. Thank God. We've been needing one. Yeah. Thank you for rising to the occasion, Barclay. Desperately needed. It was. And then to continue on with team video game vocabulary here, uh, (laughs) We when we have this other guard show up and he's like, "All right, all of you, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to hold you all up." Duck comes in with a flank. He takes out that guard, smashes his radio. <laughs> I love Clint the laughs thought of him. Oh my gosh, so hard at this. <laughs> and Duck, yeah, just not even thinking about it. like I run him, I, I run at him, I tackle him. It was great. And you tackle Harper to the ground. Poor Harper didn't even know it was coming at him. I love that you knew his name. I well did. Done. I wrote it down. It's only because when the radio flashes on and they're calling for him, he says Harpo. And it it made me laugh so hard <laughs> when Duck, like, can't even lie. No. Can't even, like, properly lie about a name that's not hit. Like, no. <laughs> he's not going to take someone else's name or he didn't. He pay- do I don't it. know. It's, it's I untruthful. just, I laughed a lot at the idea of him it saying, was... yeah, ha- it's Harpo. <laughs> uh, just crackling noises. I wouldn't be surprised if he had just said crackling noises. Oh, no, I got to go. 100%. Bye. And then, yeah, smashes it. 
throw it on the ground, smash it. Step on it. I like the idea of everybody, as this is happening, just standing by and watching and waiting, kind of glancing at each other. <laughs> Even Barclay's kind of shaking his head like, I mean, you tried, man. He just, he puts the bracelet back on very quietly. Just, exactly. It's fine. That flank, though, your boy's got you. But he wasn't the only guard. No. We got more coming in. Cut to flashlights cutting through the darkness. Silence torn apart by a dozen motorcycle engines. Just rubbing into the air. Just the sexiest thing. Again, my favorite part, which <laughs> I have probably yeah. said at least five times. Probably. Because, yeah, again, a lot of exposition, but a lot of really good exposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these really these really rich story moments. They they're really they tie this all together. They they tie together the moments in between. Mm-hmm. And what's so gorgeous about this is the idea that they are in formation. Yeah. This is not a bunch. This is not a ragtag group of motorcyclists just running no, around no. like dicks. These are pros. This is, yes. They have a solid leader. They have a solid plan. They know what they're doing. And they know where they're moving. And they know it's 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 final. This is their last chance. Well, that's kind of where I was, because of course we had then have this beautiful thing and they, they ramp, they're jumping. Yeah. My last note here just says, the Hornet's last flight, are they all going to die, Griff? What are we doing? I think it's just, it's the, like, you don't get a second chance. Maybe they're all going to die, because apparently Griffin has no qualms with killing everyone. Maybe but that's how Amnesty ends, yeah. Maybe that is how, maybe it, it ends with us not winning. Wouldn't that be neat? Ooh. Wouldn't that be neat? Heavy. Yeah. The quell takes over. The quell's our daddy now. Uh-oh. We'll find out. He's trying to get a, a new girlfriend named Earth. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I think it's time for me to move on. Sylvain done left me. I've been pining. I don't know it's where time. Sylvain went. They went out for to go grab a coffee and they just never came back. <laughs> That's so any- sad. <laughs> it's really sad. Let's. I'm so glad we got to end this episode on a bummer. Right. Eris' theme just starts playing again. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> um, Alright, is there anything that we forgot to mention that we want to bring up now? There, it's not something that's really uh, explicitly stated in the episode, but I just yeah. had a thought, where did Beacon come from? Ooh. Like, he's Beacon, not... what's your origin story? Yeah, he's not of this world. He's not. I must assume he's not of Sylvain. If yeah. he came from Minerva, how'd he get here? Did she send him in a little capsule? Hmm. Is he like Cal-El? What's going maybe. on? I wonder if maybe he is of Earth, but then, well, you know what? Maybe this huh. goes into Billy's picture he drew on the screen. There are oh. other sources of magic and oh. other sources of power, and it kind of just depends on which gates are open. So maybe oh. Beacon was, came from a gate to another <gasps> magical place. I don't know. Yes. Ooh, I like it. That's the running theory we've got. Nice. We'll go with it. Figure it out later. Yeah. But that's a great question. I hadn't even thought about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Just propped up. I hope we find out. And if not, fan fiction. Fan fiction. (laughs) Thank God for fan fiction. All right. Then that takes us to our pool. Okay. So last time we wanted to know what montage song played while injured slow-mo washed a truck. The winner was true power ballad holding out for a hero. Yes. That's a good one. I knew it would be. 
you just, you can feel it in your heart. Mm -hmm. Thank you, everybody, for voting. And this week, it's time to step up. Which satellite team would you join in this last fight? We'll have that pull up over on our Twitter, at RomancingZone. And we will meet everybody back here in a week. Oh my gosh. So soon. Till then, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Mel Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And we've been Romancing the Zone. (laughs) 